Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Don't pump I'm but a dance dance. Wear these spandex pants pants. My ass looks good when I dance dance. Don't pump I just dance dance. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the planet. I'm your host, Megan Granger, and today I am joined by my co-host, Dana Moon. Hi, guys. Hi, Dana. And we interview a sex therapist. Whew. Wow. Wow is an understatement. Whitney Cullum. Um, To say that she blew our minds would be lying because it was way much more than that we were both in a trance yeah she's the coolest person i've ever met she is so vibrant yes good word she's just alive amazing awesome present and- mm-hmm. she talks about being in your body we're bad at that in ways that made me realize uh how much I'm not in my body completely and I'm always trying to escape mm-hmm. be somewhere else mm-hmm. and the whole practice of having sex yeah and if, getting orgasms on she's t- talked about like different body or like heart orgasms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to be in your body this podcast is rated x for exciting <laughs> So uh, don't listen with little kids or if you're modest or if you're in my family, um, just skip this one, you know? I mean, it's not too graphic. We're not like... No, it's not graphic. I'm just, you know, yeah. I don't want my mom to listen or anyone who's going to be like, oh, just skip it if, if, if you can't handle... The if you're not into... Awesomeness. Sex. Well, yeah. I was just going to say sex, but that awesomeness is better. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, this episode I think touches on so much, but obviously the most interesting part is that you can manifest more and you can have more spirituality and more like things come to you the more connected you are to your sex drive, which is hella ironic because yeah. I never thought about it like that before. I mean, I was fully prepared today to record because I just realized I'm not wearing underwear dana or a bra thank you megan bringing it i literally this was like unconscious i like forgot to put both on today you guys we hit so much weird resist well i hit so much weird resistance getting here like i'm not uncomfortable about sex i don't think i i talk about it i'm you know had it a few times but getting here i had a panic attack which i haven't had in a very long time then i just when we were sitting downstairs, I was falling asleep. Like I was just like, yeah, I want to cancel. I want to disappear. I want to go home and like we'll reschedule. Unconscious shit coming up. Did not want to have this conversation for some reason, but I'm so glad that we did. And I'm gonna listen to it like 15 times. Try to get it. Yeah. Um. Into my head. So. What's going on with you? Yeah. Let's let's get into it. I haven't seen you in a week. I know. I've been at home in Texas. You guys. Um. So I'm off the Ambien, off the alcohol, besides when I'm traveling. Um, I'm going to, I'm just, JJ just sent me this message. My friend JJ is actually how we know Whitney. This is the message that made me get off Ambien officially. Are you, can I play this for you? Wait, when did this happen? I need the backstory. Four or five months ago. Whenever, like on the podcast, I was like, whoa. Oh, and you have it? 
Yeah. Oh, he sent yes. it to me. This is this is to my ex-boyfriend, okay? This is yeah. You sent this to your ex when you were high on Ambien. Right. And this is the reason that I'm not taking it on a normal basis. Ray, let me know if if you can't hear this, okay? Um, Ryan and Ambien, and you said that you were going to be, um, you're going to meet us in the lower basement, basement of the baseball stuff for the, uh, cheeseball stuff, too. Right. The baseball so stuff? we're waiting for you to maybe leave the sexy club. What? Message board, but meet us. There's ten of us. Sexy club? Kind of ten of us. And you to show up, um, in that way. So... <laughs> You know, um, hopefully you can. I doubt you can, but if you can, let us know because it is starting to get cold. <laughs> <laughs> it is starting to get cold. What lying? Wait. Okay, I need to know what's the sexy club? No clue. Not none of what makes baseball any sense. Club? A, a, or the cheese ball factor. <laughs> I I don't know. What are the ten people that was don't know? Wait. Like, who are the 10 people? I don't know. Just stupidity. So he sent me that and was like, okay, like, question mark. And I was like, oh, this shit's done. This was the same night because I got banned from Uber for FaceTiming my Uber, like, driver 900 times. Okay. So it was a, like, intense night for me. So yesterday I'm flying and I cannot do the flight without the ambient. I'm like, Megan, don't do it. Whoa. But I did it. Okay. I, I took an ambient. I got so turnt yesterday. I don't even know how to explain it. I decided that I wanted, speaking of sex, like we do today, I decided I wanted to have sex with one of our best friends, a guy. Yeah. You I, encouraged oh, me. And I will still encourage you. Like, he's like a brother to us. And I was like, I think I want to bang blah, blah. And you were like, yes, do it. Text him. I'm like, I'm on Ambien. You are sober. I literally gave you the worst advice. You were like, text him now. I said, text him now. I said, take an Ambien and meet him out. I said, uh, show up at his house unannounced. You had so much bad advice. I gave you all bad advice, but I, I keep it in the fam. You know what I mean? I do. I think we accidentally flirted last night and it's just so awkward now. So thank you for that. Um, and he sent you a photo. What does he expect? Right. Come on. So then I started thinking about how much I love Emma Watson. I don't know how I got it in my head. I was just like, Emma Watson is a legend. So I wrote this whole letter to her that was just like, you're more than Harry Potter to me. Like, this is on Instagram. I'm just like, I just want you to know, like, you're really amazing, blah, 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 blah. I sent it to Emma Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think either of them would ever get an Instagram message, but if she does it's truly do you have can you read it no i I erase everything when i'm on ambient because i don't want to see it when i wake up we had the funniest thread oh god and you told we had the funniest conversation yeah i told you to erase it did you you told me to erase it and i didn't dana i'm erasing i will erase it but it's very funny also we what if you take ambient you, you gotta get off your phone I know. I you think could not I did, be by your phone. I think I did a great job last night. I talked to you. I flirted with my friend and made it awkward. Fine. Did not <laughs> FaceTime anyone. Did not leave any messages. Like, took it to the bedroom and put myself out. So, I'm good. I'm back from visiting my family, who I love so dearly, but so stressful. Um, just brought up all the shit. So, I'm glad to be back here with you. Mm-hmm. Or 
you so lonely without me i was very sad yeah it's, I, it's noticeable when you're not in the city yeah it's palpable it's palpable it's get, just gonna get worse the more connected i get to my sexuality oh god i know i'm gonna have to start hurting men <laughs> that get close to you wait who said that <laughs> wait what huh? that what? video was really funny that you posted oh yeah go to my instagram come check it out the guy all your family members playing instruments besides me i'm reading <laughs> oprah sitting. magazine <laughs> That's what I did the whole trip. They're all like religious. They all have energy. They're all jumping around. They play accordions, violins. They're excited. Why are they jumping around? I don't know. They do P90X together. There's so While many. playing the instruments? Probably. And I just have like a stack of O magazines. Is that their religion? <laughs> Almost. They're just jumping around playing instruments. Oh my gosh. And then I texted you one night crying because at church somebody was speaking and they were like, yeah, there's this girl who left the religion. Everybody like looks at me and I'm like, uh-huh. And, like, and then she um, was dying. So she rejoined the religion and she, uh, you know, got to go to heaven right before she died. And my mom, meanwhile, is crying so hard. My cousin has to go get her like a box of tissues and everyone's glaring at me. And I was just like, why do I bother coming back? But so heavy megan oh sorry guys heavy shit but no the, for you yeah it, not heavy for us heavy for you it was weird but we ended up having some fun i'm so glad to be back you went to a few parties while i was gone i'm not okay with it i went to a couple hollywood parties you did you went to ben glebe's party you yeah. little hoe yeah all over instagram i witnessed a threesome almost happen between um literally the hottest couple ever uh-huh uh, one of them's like an Instagram celeb and the other one is like an actor. Do we know them? And I, um, no, they're not like that famous. Okay. Um, and I walked up at right as this girl was like, you can feel my big fake boobies. And they were, and I was like, wait, what's happened? Like, I'm, am I like a creepy guy? Like I like walked up, <laughs> I walked up at a time where this, I didn't know this was happening, but I literally got really excited. Your and I was instincts like, were like, let's go that way. Yeah. yeah. So then my, my other friend has like, t um, she was like uh, nipple piercings. Mm -hmm. So she was kind of showing her nipple piercings. And then the other girl was like, feel my boobs. And I was like, just, I was like touching boobs. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. And then, um, it got like, it turned it started with like just two girls, you know, showing boobs. And then it kind of escalated. And then I was like, Oh, this is where I leave. Cause I didn't know what was going to happen next. Wow. And then my one friend was like, yeah, they asked me to like come home with them. She's like, I thought we were just showing boobs. And I go, I thought I was just feeling boobs. Whoa. They do not need to listen to this episode. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is that am I opening up to my sexuality? Probably not. But yeah, I was going to say no, <laughs> for sure not. <laughs> but did I get to touch some implants that felt real? Hey, Her boobs were so good. I was like, you just healed me. I love it. B boob massage. At the end of this episode, we talk she, about boob massage. Yeah, she tells us how to. Oh my god, give you were doing it. You were giving someone else a boob. You guys, circles become circles. This episode is everything. Everything. Um, please give it a listen. Rate it five stars on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. What else do you have to do? Yeah, and then if you're with someone else's phone, a fun thing to do is steal it and then rate. Yeah, it five stars. They'll never know. It helps us so much. 
and literally takes nothing from you and then we love you so much forever if you're gonna leave a nasty review or anything less than a five star just go rate somebody else's podcast (laughs) until you get it out of your system okay and then please join the superficial magic vibrators facebook group i know facebook is dumb but it is the best place on the internet i think and we help each other and have so much fun it's a big therapy session it's a big therapy session truly yeah it's amazing so that's pretty much it you guys let us know what you think and we will talk to you so soon enjoy the episode enjoy the episode so we're sitting here with whitney she looks like a texas beauty pageant winner (laughs) not just competitor barbie doll yeah you're beautiful south dakota actually okay so but on the inside it's kind of like this hippie sex chick (laughs) ideally yeah okay (laughs) Is that your Instagram? Hippie sex, uh, hippie hippie sex, sex chick? chick? I'm going to change like, it as uh, soon as we leave. Okay. So lead us in with the story of how you got into all of this. Yeah. So like a lot of women and a lot of people, I grew up in the Midwest in a religious kind of background. And What religion was it? Catholic. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Same. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I feel you. Or really, I mean, any, any kind of religion, really. Um feeling like I would go to hell if I was sexual, feeling like my desires and my body were kind of lower on the scale in spirituality, Um, and just feeling a lot of fear around sex in general, and a lot of like, that's all men want from me, I'm just my body. And so I really kind of took this alternate path of like, I'm gonna be smart and I'm gonna dress like a boy and people are gonna love me for more than my body. But cut to um, becoming more of a woman and engaging in sexual relationships, it was horrible. Like, just... The sex? The sex. And just the whole experience. Like, I felt like I was having sex with my partners to keep them around, to, like, exchange things, to make sure they loved me, to make sure to that, get... like, I could stay Oh, there's other options? reasons there's other reasons yeah. to have sex okay okay good to know <laughs> yeah right it's kind of like oh there are other things um and part of the reason I broke up with like my first sexual partner was because of of the sexuality I just felt totally shut down in it and disconnected and then my next serious relationship the same things were happening it's like right away you kind of feel alive and you're like this is going to be different and my body feels good and then cut to six months later a year later two years later three years later you're not having sex right um or there's just so much shame pain tension frustration around it in general uh that i just really believed like oh i'm just one of those women that can't orgasm i'm just one of those women that like doesn't get a flourishing sexual life so I just many wasn't women born feel that it. way. Yeah. Did yeah. you feel bad when you were doing it? Like this, I shouldn't be. This is wrong. I didn't necessarily feel like consciously that this is wrong or bad or dirty. But I think deeper levels of my psyche and subconscious yeah. were definitely at play and kind of in battle with each other for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, so you're like, I'm just one of these women. Can't can't orgasm can't do it it's not for me oh well yeah kind of and then but something inside of me was like 
maybe there's a way. Like I just was reading these books and I like bought a vibrator and I ended up having my first orgasm with a vibrator. How <laughs> old were you? 26 years old. Okay. Um, and it was that moment where I was like, oh shit, it can happen. Like, holy crap. But even mixed with that experience, um, it wasn't with a partner, which made me feel really shitty. It was like locked away by myself. It was when I was on vacation with a, a partner of mine, actually, at the time. You brought your vibrator? I, I brought my vibrator. Good I have for no you. idea why. Who would go to Mexico without a vibrator? <laughs> Megan's like, I have one in my bag right now. <laughs> so yeah. you just sneak away from the boyfriend, go in the bathroom and are like, this is Mexico. I'm going to make something happen. It was actually just one time, but I I had this idea that like if we got away, if we were relaxed, if we really spent time together, if we had a few margaritas in were us, were you that, telling like, him like I'm, amazing. I'm not getting off, or would you fake it? No, I wasn't faking it, but it just became like so routine. Got it. That it was like there there was some enjoyment and pleasure, but it wasn't satisfying on that deeper level got it okay and yeah on this specific day I was just like this fucking sucks and he like fallen asleep and I went into the bathroom and I I used my vibrator my very expensive vibrator that I bought for my birthday (laughs) (laughs) and it happened but even in that like it didn't translate to my relationship with my partner and even the the orgasms that I was getting from the vibrator were like intense and short and sharp and still didn't feel deeply connected to my body you know got it yes so um in kind of a last ditch effort in this relationship that I was in to kind of make or break us um I bought us an online sex class called Epic Lovers um from Layla Martin and it's a wonderful class for couples. We ended up doing one of the date nights and then decided to split up. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Wait, can we know more? <laughs> um, you go, where did he take you on date night? Remind me never to go there. <laughs> so date night is just in your, in your house, in oh, your apartment. Oh, okay. And it's like all these videos that she has set up and these exercises that you do together to, to deeply connect to each other. Oh, I want to do this so yeah. badly. So you guys don't, you don't meet with her as the no. teacher. Mm-hmm. You okay, just so buy these. Online. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could you get online. it if you're, if you're um, alone? To put it mildly, can you just buy the workshop and do it by yourself? Um, she has other classes just for women. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. That are fucking awesome. Okay. So you've <laughs> broken up with the guy. You have this course. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Um, I met my current partner shortly after that. And the connection was just like instantaneous, like super cosmic, like soulmate kind of like, whoa. And the sex in the beginning was really amazing, and I was like opening in in ways that I hadn't before, but kind of the same cycle started to creep in where after a few months, I just felt more and more resistance to sexuality. I felt less open, and I just felt more shut down. Like it's a chore almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just that it, for so long, it had been such a point of pain that to re-enter that situation with a person is just like feels like a lot of work and it feels like totally. a really shitty place to put yourself sometimes mm-hmm. um but so that was coming up and and uh we were doing the epic lovers class that i had bought with this other partner um and then layla opened a sexuality coaching training 
and it was just kind of like click like that's what I'm gonna do like wow done what 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 are her video videos like briefly she has these videos that you do with like it are they like exercises Mm -hmm. like role-playing or um so for the epic lovers uh the the first um date night is giving your partner pussy massage and uh cock massage and she does she show you how to in the video okay i think i this workshop sounds really interesting yes (laughs) so she tells you what to do yes there's different date nights it's all like really set up and you get examples and there's basically someone like telling you how to touch your partner interesting and it's really nourishing because so many people they don't know what they want they don't know what to ask for they're not in tune with their body i'm Mm -hmm. even afraid to tell guys that i'm with intimately like a little uh softer because i I don't want to offend them right 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 like that's Mm mm-hmm yeah. I, I that's why it's like communication in the bedroom like is that I, a thing people do yes because you have you have to yeah. but I'm like I'm like ashamed to do it so they tell do they tell you how to do that in the in the courses yeah yeah <laughs> oh, really wow. I mean it's like yeah it's set up it's so beautiful there's like always an opening intimacy exercise um and then yeah you're basically like offering your partner in this first one a massage but there's no expectation. There's no like, it doesn't have to be turning you on. It doesn't have to necessarily be sexual. It's just like, I'm going to offer my loving touch and attention to this part of you, to your pussy, to your right. penis. That's In nice. a way that, that is free of, I have to get somewhere. I have to act a certain way. I have to be a certain way. So she really teaches you um, how to hold space when you're with another person because sexuality is so deep and so charged. It can bring up so much that like I've had so many experiences where it's brought up like immense rage and I've just screamed at the top of my fucking lungs. During wow. sex? Because, yeah, that's what needs to be released. And it's not a reflection on that partner or it's just that like literally, you know, when you're having a man enter you, hitting into pain points inside mm. your body potentially inside your cervix inside your vagina in general because we hold emotion and pain in those areas very specifically and so you have someone like with their penis touching in there with you it's it sometimes it brings up sadness sometimes it brings up anger like i've bawled more times than i can say during sex but allowing it to fully release has been so so beautiful and having a partner that can hold that of course um but yeah well megan and i went to remember we went to raquel yeah and she said most women are correct me if you think this is wrong she said most women are holding tension in their vagina yeah like we're all kind of like walking around like squeezing our vaginas all day without realizing it just yeah out of stress yeah out of stress and this like subtle i mean you think about it like we have been entered and penetrated probably so many fucking times when we weren't ready Mm. when we didn't actually want it even if you're going to get any sort of like gynecological exam um doctors in any way and then just partners in general because women are taught that our sexuality should work like men's it should be automatic it should be quick we should be turned on we should be ready to go we should like want it and want it now Mm. and women's pussies don't work like that for the most part like they really need to be invited to open and so yeah there's a lot of chronic tension in there from 
all the times it took something in that it didn't want to. Mm -hmm. And then just this like sense because of the world that we live in and the the patriarchy structure that we've been brought up in, there's a subtle sense that we always have to protect this part of us because Mm -hmm. men just want it. Right. That's all they want. Right. So when did you first have the like a different kind of orgasm? Um, When I redefined what orgasm meant. Give it to us. Yeah. (laughs) So what was happening for me, and I think what happens for a lot of women, is orgasm means explosive, intense climax, like you're over the waterfall, and it builds and builds and builds, and then you're exhausted, and then you're so satisfied, and it's done. But when I started... When your focus is just on that, you're not paying attention to all of the sensations, all of the pleasure, all of the energy that's actually already living in it's your body. It's such an energetic practice. Like, yeah. yeah. Exchange. Yeah. Totally. Okay. And so when I released orgasm as a goal, when I just started to connect deeply to my pussy and what she was feeling during sex... And allowing that sensation to build, I have had en- energy orgasms. I've had a heart orgasm. What? I've had what? a cervical orgasm. What? Yeah. There's. I mean, <gasps> there's all kinds heart? of orgasms. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> my mind's blown. Yeah. What happened? What yeah. do you feel? So I actually told this as my live story in the in the other podcast that I did. Um, but I was having this experience with my partner. And uh, I was on top of him, and uh, we were having sex, and it was wonderful. And he was actually imagining energy flowing through his cock, like into my body, to help activate my energy body. <laughs> this is this is a Layla Martin recommendation. I love it. <laughs> Ooh, I'm I'm in, I'm invested in this. Does yeah. your boyfriend have any brothers? Um, <laughs> he does. He's married with ten kids. <laughs> cool. Continue. <laughs> um. And I was having this experience and we could both like feel the energy as it was moving. I could feel it moving up into my body, but it like, it was like a dead stop, like right before my heart. Wow. To the point where it was like, whoa, okay. Like it was like a roadblock, like a gate closed, do not enter um, the zone of my heart. And in all the work that I've done, I had enough consciousness in the moment to just stop and like feel what my heart was experiencing and why it was like blocked to this energy and feeling afraid. And it was just like, yeah, it was so fucking afraid. It was so Mm. afraid to like let another person in, to let another person like see me that fully for all the heartbreak that I had experienced. It was like, this is too much. Well, that makes me cry. Yeah. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so in that moment, I was able to to be with what my heart was telling me and experiencing. And then, and while this is happening, like we're still having sex and it's still like feeling good. There's like lots of moving, <laughs> moving parts. And as I'm like connecting to my heart, I just tell my partner, I just say stop. And I just start to breathe and like sound and I just like invite that energy up and it enters my heart and it like it's tingly it's vibrating like I was probably on top of him for a good few minutes just like breathing and like vibrating oh my (laughs) he opened your heart chakra yeah his penis gave you reiki (laughs) his penis gave you reiki it's true this is beautiful it's so beautiful so like 
this happens to me kind of when I'm high. Mm-hmm. Like I will have, I know what you're explaining, yeah. but it's not um, conscious, mm-hmm. and it's and it's not with another person. Usual, yeah, no, it's not. So I think it's so cool to consciously be doing this with your energy, but you have to be really in tune with it. Like how how long did it take you to to get there? Um, I mean, I do have a a, a background in meditation and some other like healing arts. But from what I've experienced in this course, um, it, you can learn it really quickly. Mm, really? <laughs> yeah, you really can. And, you know, like the, the essence of, of what you get when you're high is like this ability to kind of surrender and, and relax. Mm-hmm. And you can start to train your body to do that just with breath and sound and movement. Yes. You know what I mean? What kind of sound? any fucking sound that wants to come out. Okay, yeah. So so the elements of orgasm, you have to start with like some level of turn on and pleasure, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next element to orgasm is a sense of expansion. And the way that that pleasure can expand and start to move is through breath, movement, and sound. So if you, if the feeling is just concentrated in your pussy, the way to be able to like move it and experience what women uh call like the waves of orgasm or bliss like through the whole body is like breathing up that sensation sounding it out like it might be like ah or it might be like ah you know whatever it is it's like letting yourself be totally fucking free and especially by yourself you can really practice that and letting your body like snake and move because we just have this idea that like we just lay there and it should just all happen and it's just not really accurate and we're, we're not giving our bodies the freedom that it needs mm-hmm. to really experience the full capacity of pleasure. Dana, is your mind blown right my now? Mind, my mind's blown. <laughs> She's just sitting here with her mouth open. I'm in a trance. Staring. I'm in a trance. Because you have a lot of like conscious shame around sex. Oh, I haven't had sex since November. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, I'm like, I'm doing a year of celibacy unintentionally. <laughs> because that's just how ashamed I have so much shame with it yeah because it's also it's I mean it's so intimate to me like somebody to be inside my body and then for me to like get pleasure from it I feel like it's wrong really like like every time I've had sex I feel like I'm doing something wrong wow but I like it yeah and it feels good so and I think that's why on like an unconscious level I choose wrong partners mm-hmm. because I go well I'm gonna do something bad I better be with a bad person bad boy yeah so it's just kind of like a weird circle that's why I've taken a break because I'm like I just need to get back to figuring loving myself and figuring myself out before I like add in sex with somebody else yeah also I've had a lot of weird experiences but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, you just told the 10 second story of the dog. I, she didn't have sex with the dog. <laughs> the dog? You and your boyfriend having sex and his mom knocked on the door. Oh my God. Megan loves this story. She quotes it all the time. <laughs> um, oh yeah. I was having sex with my high school boyfriend, you know, and we were like safe and had protected sex. We were together for years. A lot of love still every time I felt shame with it. Oh, also oh, the story. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we were, we were having sex and I had... Um, I had my little dog over his house for some reason and (laughs) we're having sex in the bedroom 
Am I making the story worse and worse as I keep going on? <laughs> the suspension is it's killing very, all of us. It's, very, <laughs> it's a slow build. So anyway, so we started having sex. And his mom, I think, hears the dog or knew the dog was in the room. And his mom never comes upstairs, right? So she starts walking upstairs as we're having sex. And she, we both kind of like froze, like this isn't happening. And like as she's opening the door, she's like excited to see the dog. <laughs> he runs to slam the door shut. He's like, no, don't come in here now. And it was, we were so mortified. We're like 19, 18, whatever. And he goes, Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> let's wrap up the dog because it was Christmas time. So he gets wrapping paper and he goes, let's wrap up the dog and act like that's why you were we were surprising there. her with the dog. So this poor fucking dog has Is, to come out and <laughs> wrapped up and wrapping. The dog's completely wrapped up. You can barely see its head. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, Roscoe. I'm so sorry. And we bring the dog down. And it's like, we all, we know. Everybody knows. Everybody yeah. knows. <laughs> Roscoe. Is like, Roscoe knows. Roscoe's like, I didn't want to watch any of this. <laughs> How did I get dragged into this? Yeah. But yeah, I mean... The shame, I guess, goes back so far, and it does still. Even in my thirties, I'm, I, I am like, oh my gosh, I hope my parents don't find out I just had sex. It's like, are, are you crazy? But that's how it feels. Oh, I've, I mean, my dad gave me the sex talk when I was ten, and he's like, don't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was the sex yeah. talk. Don't yeah, because I was singing Limp Bizkit. I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> the nookie. And I didn't know what the nookie was. I was like, I was saying cookie. I was 10. I didn't know. And he's like, what are you saying? And I was like, I'm singing a song. And he's like, that's men just want one thing. Literally, that's what yeah. he said. He goes, men want one thing from you. And that's it. Wow. And I was like, oh, but why? But I like cookies. <laughs> Are we still talking about cookies? <laughs> What's and, happening? Yeah, he told yeah. me, and then he told me not not to not to give it to them, not to give them the one thing they want. So I'm like, uh, you're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you find a dude that's so open? Open. Yes. Ooh, jinx. I don't know. Just you just really got lucky. Good luck. Yeah. You, but you are ready. Yeah. Yeah. Do, are you like into manifest? Of course. Of course, you probably yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. So you were open, ready to accept what you deserved, and then walks this dude who's okay with you, like making weird <laughs> and sounds. And totally into it himself. You That's know what I mean? So like we're cool. doing it together. Was really. he into it before he met you? Um, actually, one of the first times that we really connected, um, we were both in relationships, and I was about to start Epic Lovers with my ex, um, and he was in a relationship, and we both were kind of like, yeah, I'm just not, I feel like there's a lot more and I'm not feeling mm -hmm. good sexually. And so we kind of connected on that. And really part oh, of why he, we're together is, is sexual healing. And wow. I think we know that. Wow. Oh, so he said that. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't, that's crazy. I think I just assume most men are like, I'm good at sex and I'm good doing it. Mm -hmm. But that's not the case. No. And I mean, there's, I mean, there's so much more for men too. You know, oh my like gosh, right? Our culture has like taken all of the spirituality and healing and all of it out for them too. It's like a lose-lose. Is this yeah. what Marvin Gaye was singing about? Mm -hmm. I think he was. This is what he was singing about. What do you think sexual energy, like, what do you think freeing it does to our psyche? What do you think it does to the rest of the areas in our life? Does it improve 
how you make money, how you show up in the world. It, you're nodding. Confidently everything. Okay. Yeah. Give us some examples. Yeah. I mean, part of what brought me to this work too was I was doing a lot of meditation. I was seeing other spiritual healers. I was, you know, working creatively. I was doing kind of all of these things, moving towards self-actualization and healing. And one of the things that Layla says is she's like, if you've been doing all of this spiritual work and you're not getting the results that you want, you're not going deep enough. And mm. your sexuality is the kind of the deepest place that you can go. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, Megan and I are really doing the, the healing. Yeah. But I don't even think we've even dived into anything no. sexual. No. Because so much uh, healing and meditation and a lot of it can be so beautiful but a lot of it takes you out of your body it doesn't anchor you in being in human this. yeah well that's why so many people like drink or smoke yeah. weed before they have, se- have sex it's like you're removing yourself from the experience yeah i mean you can really do anything in life without actually being in your body and most people aren't yeah because it, it doesn't feel like a safe place it doesn't feel like home. It doesn't feel nourishing to be there. So we're always trying to pop out right. or popping out at any indication that we're not protected or safe. And so, and some people need that. Some people need to like be able to disconnect initially and like feel um, like you were talking about on the last episode with your meditation teacher, mm-hmm. that like void of consciousness, which yes. is such an amazing place. Um, and some people really need that for nourishment, but if you really want to make anything tangible in this world, in this life for yourself, you have to be in your fucking body. You have to be on the ground. Yes. 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 (laughs) And connecting to your sexuality and sexual energy, it helps you feel more empowered. It helps you feel like when you walk into a room, you have presence. Mm -hmm. It helps you feel a sense of safety and autonomy and ownership over your own I have goosebumps. body yes yes like, it's like the missing link yeah if you want to make money and you walk into a job or any situation like people have to be able to feel you mm-hmm. and they don't feel you as deeply if you're not embodied yeah i feel like I, every healer i've ever seen has been like you're 10 feet out of your body yeah. just like floating up in space so that really makes a lot of sense to me and I feel safer when your therapist like where's your you know go to your safe place mine is always like space it's not yeah. even on the planet you're like yeah you're in yeah. a different realm I'm, and I never even thought that that was weird until just this moment where making yourself at home on earth is something that we need a lot more practice doing and it makes sense that sex would be the most obvious place to go yeah. but like what if what if somebody's out there and they can't find anybody to have sex with? You can do this all by yourself. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the whole first part of my course and really my training was I was doing self-practice five times a week. Wow. And, and then you met the guy. No, I, I met oh. him before that. But, but then you got together with him or? No. We were together before okay, I started the program. You were just practicing. Program, but got it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of what... Um, I'm doing for this is like embodying anything that I would ever ask anyone else to do. Yeah. And yeah, just spending time with your body. <laughs> Cause that's another, another thing is like women believe that like 
our sexuality and our bodies are for men. Yeah. Our ability to have an orgasm is for men. It's right. like, and when you take it back for yourself, there's like a big switch that happens and a deep empowerment. Are you a totally different person than before this experience? Totally. Really? How, yeah, how has it changed your life? Um, oh gosh, I mean, it all feels like subtle in ways, but I feel good in my body. I feel like I'm here when I'm talking to people and when I'm walking around anywhere I go. Um, there's a deep level of confidence. Um, I know that I have power because I can give myself pleasure in any moment and it doesn't have to be orgasmic. I can touch my skin just stroking my fingers over my arm and that's pleasurable. Like I know how to like reset my nervous system. Uh, I know how to communicate and ask for what I want better because I know that I deserve it and I know that I belong here. I know that my body is a vessel for healing and beauty. So do you have clients yet? Um, I'm working with a few private clients, yeah. What are some miracles you've seen in their life? Because <laughs> I'm signing up. <laughs> um, it's really cool to see women come home to their bodies. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can feel the difference. You know, I do sacred breathwork sessions with women to help them, like, connect to certain parts of their body. And uh, there's... Like, most people come in thinking that they're going to, like, sob their face off and it's going to be full of pain and sadness. But people walk out, like, full of joy because they're like, oh, my God, my body is amazing. Like, I am amazing. Mm. Um, So those are really powerful. And then also, like you were saying about the shame, just, like, figuring out where that comes from and why it's there and stopping the internal fight that's always happening. Because it's like, yeah, of course you have shame around it. You were told that it was bad and dirty and you shouldn't do it. And men only wanted that. And it was scary. And you were going to get pregnant. And you're going to get an STD. And you're going to go to hell or whatever. And they think they're protecting you when they tell you that. Yeah. And they're doing more damage than, yeah. Well, and also that your, your inner child, your little girl internalizes that and she still lives in you Mm. and a lot of times she's running the show she's the one who's saying like sex is bad sex is dirty this is scary because for a little girl it is and so we don't have any other pieces of ourselves that we start to be able to empower to like hold the keys to our sexuality because usually it's a it's our our little girl or the piece of us that's like fully shamed Mm. And our sexuality has had to, like, go into the shadow. Um, But when you're able to, like, relate to that piece, soften to that piece without trying to, like, you can't be here. Like, I'm not going to listen to you. This is fucked up. I know that sex is amazing now. But that just creates more disconnect because on a cortical level in your brain, yeah, you might know that, like, sex is an amazing part of life and I want to have it and I want to have amazing sex and orgasms and a partner. But your primal brain, your, like, deep subconscious is saying, fuck no. This is not fucking safe. There's Mm -hmm. no way. And so a lot of the work that I do and that I'm learning to do is starting to make those pieces that are unconscious conscious and creating a relationship to them and allowing that part of you to be and speak 
without that having to be the piece that controls your whole life and controls specifically your sexuality. The little girl part. Yeah. The little girl yeah. or the the angry bitch or, you know, mm-hmm. whoever it is that seems to kind of be getting in the way. Or the little boy or the little or the little whatever. boy, yeah. What do your parents think? <laughs> Not that we care uh, because we don't care what people think. Um, you know, generally they're they're supportive. Uh, but I don't really talk to them about it much. Yeah, that's so, kind of yeah. how my parents and I are about what I do. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like free now. Yeah. <laughs> Dana, what are we going to do? We got to start this course. <laughs> we have to start this course. What's the name of the course again? Um, so she has three online courses. The one for couples is called Epic Lovers. Mm hmm. Um, and then she has two courses for women. One's called Obliss, which is all about opening into orgasm. And then the other one is a jade egg course. So using a jade egg for pleasure. A jade egg? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I've never it's like a little, heard of this. Um, or they call it like a yoni egg. It's like a... Oh, it's I've heard like of a, yoni. A little, yoni is your pussy, your vagina. Oh. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's a little egg that you insert and you can do exercises with it. It can be used for pleasure. It can be used for releasing tension, trauma, stress. Amazing. Yeah. So how many orgasms can we have? Infinite. Mm-hmm. The limit does not <laughs> exist. You, you, how, what's the longest orgasm you've ever had? I'm sorry we keep putting like no, quantitative okay. <laughs> things on something that's supposed to well, be the I, opposite. No, but. I'm just interested in like you had a heart orgasm. Like you can have them in all different chakras. I just, yeah. I didn't know that you could have different orgasms at different yeah. body parts. I mean, you can have a full body orgasm. You can have like, and that's what I mean by like redefining what orgasm is. Like my heart didn't feel like it was like exploding and falling off a cliff, but like it was like waves of pleasure that were overtaking my body that I was not in control of. Um, and yeah, I've been able to feel that in lots of different parts of my body. So you can have full body orgasms, an orgasm in like different area, like your crown chakra. Could you have like a you could head orgasm? I know my teacher said she had like a neck orgasm once. <laughs> I mean, imagine how much energy we must be taking, like spending to not be having orgasms in our pussy. We'll use the word pussy. And I yeah. love that book. P.S. Everybody needs to read the book Pussy. I don't know if you've read. I haven't even read. Oh my gosh, really? It's so good. Yeah. Um. But, like, because I will be having sex for forever that's, like, good sex and not even really be enjoying it. So that means there is a lot of energy put. Because I could be having, like, finger orgasms, if <laughs> yeah. I, you know? Yeah. But instead I'm, like, having nothing. So that's... Do you think you're blocking it off? Is oh, that what you're yeah. saying? yeah. But I know for a fact that it's, like, a relaxation issue. For sure. I'm just not relaxed. And... Mm. I'm not comfortable being that open with another person usually. Um, So, yeah, it it does come back to being more relaxed, being more in my body, being more all of those things. And vulnerable with somebody would be the answer to a lot of my problems. Yeah. Well, and also there's just like this level of like, I know when I started like exploring this, like people would be like, just touch your body and like you got to know what you like and blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to like just scream in their face Mm. because I didn't feel like I had any tools. Yeah. I didn't feel like I knew what to do. 
Yeah. And like even with a vibrator, I was like, this is cool, but it's not like the deep nourishment that my soul mm. wants and desires. Right. And um, something that just came to mind as you were speaking, Megan, um, just that like your sexuality is your life force. Like it's where we all come from. Yeah. And so the more you're blocked in your sexuality, the more that you're generally blocked to life itself. Yes. Whoa. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I wanted So to- I'm completely blocked <laughs> to life. <laughs> Not completely, but yeah, you got there a little is bit. like a richness and a fullness and like a general ease to life that comes from connecting to your sexuality for me personally i can always tell when i meet someone if they're like getting it in a lot because they're just like they're just like so comfortable and chill and like easy to be around and i'm like you're getting it in (laughs) (laughs) i don't say that out loud but i think it in my head oh my god oh sorry go ahead no please what's the difference between everything your your practice and tantric yes or are they one and the same um yeah so a lot of these practices are are based in tantra um so tantra is basically the one of the only like i wouldn't call it a a religion but like a school of philosophy that includes sexuality in spirituality um and so basically like tantra is the total acceptance of everything as consciousness and using tools to um unblock anything that's like keeping you from life Mm. so breath practice i know i keep saying this but is literally insane like it's so powerful you want to feel high and you want to like feel open like use your breath to open your body Mm. sound move like that's all very tantric like really using the senses and tantra is about like experiencing things inside this body yes experiencing feelings or what what do you mean by experiencing um so like if i'm drinking this water like i i could drink it without like actually feeling anything in my body i can have sex without actually feeling my pussy i can you know go on a run and like get exercise but without actually like anchoring the experience in this vessel yeah oh does that make sense so it's like mindfulness yeah, it's yeah. a lot of mindfulness. Yeah, we we are so bad at that, Dana. Everything I do, I'm just like, okay, on to the next. You are literally as bad as me, like just <laughs> zoning out. We will just sit with each other and like completely zone out. People must think we're a couple fighting because we're just staring <laughs> at each other. But I also think, but here, okay, so here's like creativity. Like that's where I come up with like jokes and characters, and I kind of like go to like a different realm. Mm-hmm. So, so like I disappear. So it's like doing both is important. Is that kind of where you end up? Yeah. I mean, are you, what are you asking specifically? So like my creative process, I kind of go to a different planet. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know what's right <laughs> or wrong. I've always justified me like not being in my body because I'm like, I'm a creative free spirit. But you're saying you can do both. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, um, for a lot of people and uh, actually my friend she just had a, a coaching session with a different coach um but she's like a super creative person but she only creates at night and this woman was like why do you have to hide it 
Or why do you have to be out of your body in order to create? Why can't you be fully in yourself to create from you? There still is like this, to be fully me, to be fully weird or wacky or silly or say the fucking weird joke, I can't fully be me. And so I think that's why people disconnect. Mm. It's because it's easier for them to reach for those things and connect to them if it's not fully them. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Too much sense. Did you just explain me? Yeah, I think so. And mm. then it's like having so much love and compassion for why you would do that. Like most people do. Like most people growing up, they're subtly told like you're too much be quiet go away you sound like all my exes (laughs) yeah our exes our parents uh, teachers and so we just grow up with this subtle sense that like who we really are in our original essence is not okay we won't belong if we are fully ourselves we won't be loved we won't be safe Mm. so so it's like you're half oh yeah so it's like you're half being who you want to be but then you're half like disconnecting we're just so turned off we're so yeah it's just like the power button is completely off for so much of society um i want to tell you guys something really quickly one time i was having sex with my boyfriend and this was like a boyfriend from a long time ago and i would just like fake orgasms every single time (laughs) so he would stop having sex with me because he always Mm. wanted to have sex um so but this time I was like not going to do it and I had my vibrator which is one of those vibrators that could like shut down an entire um like community of electricity because it plugs into the wall you know what I'm talking about the ones that like charge cars as well yeah that's like a serious thing so I'm using it and I'm like close and I'm so excited and he's like there and I'm gonna do it like in the room with him and I'm so excited like it's gonna be for real and I'm like, I'm close. And so he hits the, like, he takes the vibrator away and starts going down on me. So it goes away. Oh. And I picked up the vibrator. It was still on and hit him <laughs> across the head with it. Yes. You're my hero. Yeah, mine too. I was so deeply angry. Are you Wonder Woman? And so then he, like, was like, Ugh, and, like, went and took a shower. And then, like, you are explaining that I just have to, like, finish it mm-hmm. by myself. But... It, the the thing about it is like to actually have an orgasm th- there is like so little show you know like I feel like if you if I want to have fun sex it's gonna be a fake orgasm and it's gonna be like but I need like presence of mind peace and quiet centering like it's gonna take a minute and it's not gonna look like the porn you just watched mm-hmm. so um yeah it, it it's my lazy default has just been like whatever let's have 10 minutes of sex and i'll pretend that it was great for me it's really cool i'm so cool do you have sex with the lights on yeah really yeah you you guys both have sex with lights on. yeah i we usually have sex in the afternoon (laughs) you like have to what you go in the basement what are you talking about i'm like let's black out the windows wow dana normally i have sex in the darkish darkish is that normal yeah Totally. Yeah. I mean, think about how much shame we've been taught around our bodies. My God. Of course. We're starting here, Dana. I don't think I've ever had sex in the daytime. Dana. No afternoon delight? I mean, the shades were like, it was like dark. (laughs) Still the blackout curtains. (laughs) No, this is very real. Yeah. Yeah. No, we know. We can see that. You're very tense. (laughs) my sense yeah we both are we're both like ah, how do we fix it but that's like the, the opposite it's like we have to relax into it 
instead of tr- trying into it. Yeah, crack yeah. our neck, crack our neck. Okay. What? Um, I actually tried to do this thing. I went to a meeting of it. I, I didn't do it. It's called nesting. I'm so scared. You should be scared. <laughs> and it's supposed to be this like highest form of meditation. Okay. Where a woman is wrapped up in blankets. Like her vagina is all wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And the guy puts two fingers on her clitoris very lightly and kind of does like a circular motion. And it's supposed to be like, because there's so much energy coming from um, our, what's that chakra? It's not root chakra. It's like our sacral. Sacral, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's so much energy pouring out and it's healing him and it's also healing the, the woman. Mm-hmm. I would. I went to a thing. I was going to do mm-hmm. it, and then um, I went to like the course and they talked about it, and it just kind of like I got weird vibes. I also, you don't have enough blankets. <laughs> 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 it sounds kind of like uh, this was just brought to my attention. There, it's like called Ohm meditation. Yes. Where yeah, it's like clitoral stimulation. Yeah. Um, to- it's not sexual. Yeah. But it also, but it also is because somebody's touching your genitals, right? I mean, it sounds great. I, I'm, I'm ready to try it all. Honestly, my question is, why are you wrapped up in a blanket? I know. Why are you swaddled? Why are you swaddled? Because you, you don't want the energy to get out from any other points. Maybe so. It's just directed straight up. I don't know to him. I don't know. And why does it have to be a man? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Are we missing any questions, Whitney? Like, is there any information that listeners would have, like, an Oprah Super Soul Sunday aha moment? <laughs> I don't know. I hope there already have been. Oh, so um, many. Um, my gosh. I mean, I just feel like this overflowing pool of information. Um, but where to start? Well, I'll offer this as like a an exercise that any woman or man, I'm going to include men in this too, can do. Um, breast massage or testicle massage. Oh. Yeah. On. For sensitivity, connection. You just do it by yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a super nourishing practice. Um, in the Taoist tradition, a woman's heart, obviously like connected to her breasts and her nipples, is like her positive pole. Um, and so the more open your heart is, the more likely your, your pussy will be to open. And why women are so like, they want to talk about feelings and they, they are like so into like emotions, emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for men, their, their cock is their positive pole and why men are so physical and like they can get activated. Like if you touch them, um, and their heart is their negative pole. And so their heart needs more like a softer opening. How ironic. Yeah. And God. yeah. And you think I just learned this. I'll throw this in there and then I'll teach you how to do breast massage or testicle massage. Um, so yeah, women's hearts are yang or positive pole and their pussies are yin or their negative pole. And so your pussy needs to be like really invited to open, really taken time with, really listened to, like uh, a lot of gentleness 
Um, and then she's like a rock star, right? She's like super on board. Um, and you think about just how much men have like yanged our pussies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why they start to shut down. And in the same way, women do that to men in their hearts. They're like, tell me how you feel. What's wow. going on for you? Like, yes. why are you not emotional? And so men subtly over time start to feel like they can't feel. Wow. And they're not emotional when yes. just like women desperately long for like deep sexual satisfaction. Right. Men deeply long for like emotional connection and sensitivity and softness. So but how do we get them to feel any emotions like in a small way instead of just demanding it be in a big way and then shutting them down further? Um, well, you think about like how you would want time and care taken with your pussy or with Mm. sexuality. Like for me, um, any pressure towards sexuality makes me shut down around it. And I think probably the same for men. So what I do is I usually just like invite my partner to like lay in bed and we'll just talk and there's, we might have sex or we might not, but we ended up, we end up chatting, connecting with each other, like being goofy, spending quality time together with no other obligation. And then my pussy's like, yeah, cool, let's have sex. Like, I feel totally open and connected. And in the same way with men, it's not like this overpressuring and this, like, subtle invitation to... It takes a lot of patience. Let's just be real. Like, for women, it takes a lot of patience with your man. To get them to open up. Yeah. And to get yourself to open up. It's just... It's like, it takes a lot of work. You can't be lazy to do this work. Um, Yeah. So that's where my problem has been. But I'm changing it today. Same. Today. Whitney, we could literally talk to you for seven more hours. I know. Same. Wait, tell us but about I'll the breast too, massage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Don't forget about that. So and cock massage. Super nourishing self-practice. Um, you'll do this by yourself. if You can do it with a partner. But um, get some coconut oil, jojoba oil, almond oil, whatever skin-friendly oil you like to use. And you'll just start, like, I like to start by just kind of cupping my breasts and just, like, tuning in with them. And then you'll start massaging with kind of the palm of your hand, and you'll go down on the outside and up on the inside and just rub and just, like, with the intention of, like, connecting to your breasts, your nipples, your heart. It's just super nourishing. And this motion when you're moving up on the inside is... uh, like a clearing. Mm. So if there's any stagnation, Ooh, numbness, like if your heart's feeling funky or heart, you know, heartbreak or anything like that, like this is just uh, this direction in the Taoist tradition is like a releasing direction. And then you'll switch and you'll go down on the inside and up on the outside. And that's all you do. It's like super beautiful and nourishing and you can do it for like five, 10 minutes in the morning uh, before you hop in the so- shower. I feel so happy right now. I feel like really blissed out. Yeah, I'm on like another. I'm like zend, zend out. You're is it the same. You're like a really um, actually happy person, which is rare in LA. Yeah, yeah. I'm just well, like, you've done the work. Yeah, and oh. I like. Yes, totally. That's true. It's so true. I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've actually done the work. Wow. But also, like, yeah, you, when. When you're connected to your sexual energy, there is just like a vibrancy about you, and like you're just kind of more happy. Yeah. 
Oh, what about the testicle and massage? The testicle massage. Um, so for men, you want to do this like just a minute or two. Um, but you'll take one hand and grip like the base of your scrotum. And then you'll take the other palm um, with some oil and you'll just kind of like rub over both of your testicles with your other hand, if that makes sense. Um, and that's all it is. <laughs> it's just like a super nourishing self-practice to help you connect to your body. It, it uh, aids in vulnerability mm. and it also gives your body a sense of empowerment. Well, I know where my coconut oil is going to be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Thank Let you. me know how it goes. I, well, I'm going to, I want to like, I don't know if you work with your friends because obviously yeah. we're going to be friends with you forever um, and stalk you until the day you get <laughs> she's, she's pretty orders. subtle with coming on to friends. <laughs> pretty subtle. <laughs> um, I but yeah, I totally want to work with you or work with the woman you worked with and like, I'm ready. I'm so ready. I'm Beautiful. so ready. Yeah. Do you have a website? I do. What is it? It's just WhitneyAllum.com. Can you spell it? Mm-hmm. It's uh, W-H-I-T-N-E-Y-U-L-L-O-M. And uh, Instagram is the same? Yep. And Facebook or whatever you want people yeah, to follow I don't you. use Facebook, but Instagram for sure. And yeah, my website. So please reach out to me. And you work you with people to. like remotely? They don't have to be in LA? Yes. Yeah. I do like Skype or Zoom sessions as well great all Perfect. right i'm yeah. in thank you whitney you're so welcome thank, thank you, you dana so much, what's you your what's your instagram dana oh at dana moon me oh. hi hi and I, what's yours megan yeah oh you guys <laughs> megan granger <laughs> m-e-a-g-a-n you know find it follow me my instagram needs some love just Can like just my pussy ask yes. like what your biggest takeaway was from this talk oh um Yes, I mean, absolutely the reminder that uh, being in your body is so important and just how much I haven't been. Beautiful. You stole the words out of my mouth. I was going to say the same <laughs> yeah. thing. I didn't, I didn't realize how much I haven't been, truthfully. Yeah. Deep down I've known, but, but it's like avoid, avoiding life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I tend to like do things where I'm like, I just don't want to be here. Yeah. Let me go somewhere else. Yeah. You, you zone out hard. Real hard. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes y you don't even know that someone's talking to you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What'd you just say? I missed it. I'm the same way. Okay. I'm back. What, what happened? And then that's the, that's the takeaway you did to, you got to. Oh yeah. What was your takeaway yeah. from us? Are we going to recover? Yes. <laughs> um, my takeaway is just, yeah, when I do anything like this again, like I really want to come with like some real tangible tools for people. You did. Good. Yeah, you okay, definitely good. did. Yeah. Good. Thank Massage you. Massage your breast, please. We will. It's really nourishing. Everybody get out there, touch your boobs, touch your <laughs> testicles, and get back to us. We love you. Mwah. This is what you got to do. No treadmill, no, 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 ain't no bicycle, no, 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 no. Do, do it on a yoga mat, no, 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 it's from shaking that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.